0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast. I'm Glenn Dawson, and here's Linda.
1: Thanks, Glenn. We have another podcast today that will be a blessing to you, and we hope you will enjoy it.
0: Yes. The song today is "Lord, I'm Coming Home."
1: "Lord, I'm Coming Home" was written by William Kirkpatrick in 1892. It became a much-used hymn of invitation in gospel meetings, inviting the sinner to come to the Savior. There are echoes of the parable of the prodigal son in it also, as the wanderer comes home to God.
0: Shall we look at the words?
1: I've wandered far away from God. Now I'm coming home. The paths of sin too long I've trod. Lord, I'm coming home.
0: Coming home. Coming home. Never more to roam, open wide thine arms of love, Lord, I'm coming home.
1: I've wasted many precious years, now I'm coming home. I now repent with bitter tears, Lord, I'm coming home.
0: I'm tired of sin and strain, Lord, I'm coming home. I'll trust thy love, believe thy word. Lord I'm coming home
1: my soul is sick my heart is sore now I'm coming home my strength renewed. my hope restored Lord I'm coming home
0: my only hope my only plea now I'm coming home that Jesus died and died for me Lord I'm coming home
1: I need his cleansing blood I know now I'm coming home. Oh, wash me whiter than the snow. Lord, I'm coming home.
0: William Kirkpatrick was born February twenty seventh, 1838, in Ireland, but later immigrated to the United States, where he spent most of his life. Young William grew up in a musical family, his father being a musical teacher. Early on, the boy learned to pay the fife and flute, the violin, and later the cello. At at the age of 16, he left home for Philadelphia, where he studied music. He also learned the carpenter's trade and earned a living for a time selling furniture. But his passion was music. The musician also showed a special gift in arranging music.
1: One afternoon after Sunday school, when he was 20, he sat and listened as someone sang a new song to A.S. Jinks, the Bible teacher, who also published music. While the song was being sung, Kirkpatrick quickly wrote out the melody and provided a suitable harmonization. His flawless musicality impressed Jinks, and he hired the young man to harmonize camp-meeting songs that were popular at the time.
0: William Kirkpatrick continued to study music theory, composition, and harmonization, and also studied the pipe organ. By 1878, he was devoting his entire time to writing and teaching music, organ, piano, and singing. He wrote music for a number of Fanny Crosby's songs, including Meet Me There, Tell Me the Story of Jesus, Redeemed how i love to proclaim it and he hideth my soul
1: Though well, there's nothing wrong with the first four it's the last two stanzas that deal specifically with the saving work of christ of the holy spirit's present ministry the lord jesus said when he has come he will convict the world of sin because they do not believe in me john 16:8 through 9
0: nor is there any salvation in any other, for there is no name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved, Acts 4.12. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our sins, according to the riches of his grace, Ephesians 1.7.
1: Mr. Kirkpatrick was leading the music for a Methodist camp meeting near Philadelphia in 1892. God had given him reason to doubt the salvation of a special soulist that had been chosen to help with the meeting. Each night after singing his solo, the soulless would leave, never staying to listen to the message or participate in the fellowship of God's people. Feeling burdened by this singer, Mr. Kirkpatrick began to pray for the working of the Holy Spirit in his heart.
0: Two days went by, and although the message of the Evangelists were stirring many people's hearts to decide for Christ. The singer failed to be moved. As Mr. Kirkpatrick continued to pray, he questioned, Will God ever hear my prayers?
1: He was so burdened that he felt the Lord lead him to perform a rather unusual plan. The Lord led him to write a special invitation song with a soloist in mind, and then have him sing it. He did this, and that very evening the Lord worked. The soulist, instead of leaving directly as was his custom, stayed for the preaching after and was the first at the altar to accept Christ as Savior. This new song that so worked in his heart was, Lord, I'm Coming Home.
0: This 1892 gospel song was unusual for a couple of reasons. For one thing, William Kirkpatrick was a composer. He published many collections of songs and wrote the tunes for a dozen of them. But he rarely wrote the lyrics as he did here. Secondly, this song was originally written for the benefit of one man. It has also brought several thousands of others to the Lord through the many years. The message is universal. I've wandered far away from God. And now I'm coming home.
1: George Sandville, a close friend of mister Kirkpatrick, tells the following interesting story about the professor. The year was nineteen twenty one. Kirk was at his desk in his study, working on a poem in which he would later put to music. Mrs. Kirkpatrick was tired and retired for the night. She awakened some time later, and seeing that the light was still on in her husband's study, She called to him, Professor, it's very late. Don't you think you had better come to bed? He replied, I'm all right, dear. I have a little work I want to finish. Go back to sleep. Everything is all right. Mrs. Kirkpatrick went to sleep, but when she awakened a second time and called, there was no response. She went to his study and found him sitting in his chair, but leaning forward on his desk. Mr. Kirkpatrick had boarded the heavenly train for that continuing city of which he had so often written so beautifully. This is the poem that Mrs. Kirkpatrick found so accurately depicting the life that the professor lived, dedicated to the Lord.
0: Just as thou wilt, Lord, this is my cry. Just as thou wilt, the live or die. I AM THE SERVANT, THOU KNOWEST BEST, JUST AS THOU WILT, LORD, LABOR OR REST.
1: JUST AS THOU WILT, LORD, WHICH SHALL IT BE, LIFE EVERLASTING, WAITING FOR ME, OR SHALL I TARRY HERE AT THY FEET, JUST AS THOU WILT, LORD, WHATEVER IS MEET?
0: THAT WAS ALL. HE LEFT HIS LIFE QUIETLY in obedience of of complete surrender to the will of God. I will receive you unto myself, that where I am, you may be also.
1: Glenn, do you have a special message and song for us today?
0: Yes, I recorded this back in Texas years ago, and I'd like to share it now because it fits so well with the story.
1: Great, let's hear it. Oh
2: A minister had just closed a huge revival in a midwestern city. He stepped on the train on his way home and sat down beside a young man. With nothing better to do, the preacher just tried to start up a conversation about the weather. He noticed he didn't get an answer and he turned to the young man and he saw tears streaming down his cheeks. He said, son I'm a preacher, I'd be glad to help you any way I can. The young man through his tears proceeded to tell this story. He said, Preacher, two years ago I got so mean that I even struck my father. He called me and he said, You're going to have to leave home, son. You're breaking your mama's heart. Preacher I've wandered all over this country for the last two years. About three weeks ago God gloriously saved me and now I'm on my way home. I wrote mom and dad and told them that I'd be on this train. The preacher said, Well, that's all well and good, son. But how do you know you're going to be welcome? How do you know mom and dad when we stand in there with open arms? The young man said, we've lived beside these old railroad tracks in the little old White House all my life. And out behind the house is a great big old apple tree. I told my daddy if it's all right for me to get off the train, just to hang a little white rag at the top of that old apple tree. And I'd know. I was welcome to get off the train. Preacher, we're almost there. We're getting closer and closer. I can't bear to look. Will you look for me? Preacher dusted off the old window. He looked out of the train. Then a great big old smile came all the way across his face. He said, Son, you don't have a thing to worry about. That old apple tree is in full blossom. Why, there's a white rag hanging all over it from top to bottom. And out under that old apple tree, I see a gray-haired mama, a gray-haired daddy, waving a big old white sheet, saying, come on home, son, come on home. And you know, that's just like God. No matter how mean we've been, no matter how wicked we've been, no matter what we've done, all we have to do is just ask him and he'll welcome each of us home.
1: Thanks, Glenn. You
0: know, there may be some folks listening that find themselves have drifted away from the Lord. Maybe you had some terrible tragedy that you just can't understand how God would let this happen. And you have some doubts that have led you astray. There are so many temptations, and Satan knows your weakness. He wants you to be sidetracked. Whatever the reason you find yourself straying from the presence of the Lord, you, my Christian friend, will not find yourself comfortable in this state. You'll feel the convicting hand of God on you, and you'll know you're not where you should be. If you didn't respond to God's convicting call, you'll drift deeper and deeper into the problems in your life. You see, God won't let you continue in this way in comfort. He'll let ex- He'll let things come into your life, to get your attention. The longer it goes on, the more severe your plight may become. You may have sickness, tragedy, or loss that is serious. God knows what you need to get your attention. If you continue determined to have your way, he may just take you home. We are saved, yes, once and for all, when we are saved. But if you're not going to be of any use to him anymore, then it may be just time for you to go. The good news is God is gracious and forgiving. All throughout the Bible, we see how God's for. Forgiveness is to those who repent and turn away from their sinful ways. And like the son we just shared about in the song, he is standing, watching, waiting for you to come home with his arms open wide. And like the son, you know that's right where you need to be. If you've never known Jesus and accepted him as your Lord of your life. Your life is burdened with sin. Until you know Jesus, you're without hope, lost, and on your way to damnation and hellfire. Are you feeling God's disapproving conviction? You could have his unmerited favor and forgiveness if you'll accept his plan of salvation. He died for you, and he took your punishment of hellfire so you would not have to suffer it eternally. If you realize you're a sinner, change what you're doing because you have honestly sorry for what you did and turn over control of your life to him. He will give you everlasting life. Let him lead you and be his. He will surely do this for you right now is a great time to do this
1: Glenn play Lord I'm Coming Home for us on the sax
3: Oh, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: had a great time with you all here today on the Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast.
0: Our program is part of the Glenn Dawson Evangelistic Association and is a non-profit 501c3 organized and dedicated to sharing the gospel with the world. We're located in Lexington, Kentucky.
1: We are on here every week looking at the old-time hymns, the authors and events related to the writing of their songs, we hope you enjoyed the program this week.
0: We'd love to hear from you. Write to us on Facebook or whatever platform you hear us on. You can even write to us on our web page, and that's at com. Spell that for you G L E N N D A W A S O N E A dot com.
1: Listen to our music by searching the web for the music of Glenn Dawson. Be sure to punch the like button when you can.
0: We're looking forward to seeing you all again on Preparing a Heart for Worship podcast. Love Love you you guys. guys. Bye Bye for for now. now.